Hello. What's that? I think we're on. We, we started? Yeah, yeah. Hi, everybody. Push the button? I did, yeah. I'm really good at pushing buttons, you know. <laughs> it's a talent. So, hi, everybody. Um, I'm Brooks. And Kurt Hoffman. And um, welcome to Anheuser-Busch Presents Buds. Do we have a theme song? Yeah, I thought. What did you play last time? Wasn't was there was that theme worthy? Let's see if I remember it. It'll be different than what I play, but it'll be in the in the um based on that song. Let's see, two guys traveling around the world, sent out there by a beer company. Never know where they're going next until they get off the stage. Supposedly they like doing this. Uh, it's a living. Maybe they're just in the, for the beer. <laughs> Maybe they're in it for the beer. Um, anyway, that's the song so far. But uh, we should probably listen to the last show to, yeah. to remember what it sounded like. Maybe we can get a team of writers, right? <laughs> Isn't that how they do it in Hollywood? Um, I don't know. I, I, I sent something and I saw on the internet, like, we'll write songs for you, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was this guy. He lives, like, on the, in Australia, like on an island off Australia, you know? And he said that he has, like, a like a kiwi mm-hmm. I mean not kiwi he has a um, koala koala okay. and the koala um, walks on the keyboards and that's how he comes up with the music wow says it's pretty good that's interesting yeah I heard you're big in Australia I'm big in Australia <laughs> yeah how'd that happen uh, I don't now know that's your solo people don't probably don't realize you've got your solo records that you put out so I have two solo records before I became part of Bud's and, yeah. and they're on Spotify. What and, are the names of them? Um, Brooks Takes His Time and Shake the Sun. Yeah, they're great records. I really like them. Thank you. It's, it's frustrating that material like that isn't getting a wider <laughs> audience, except in Australia. It's the Van Gogh approach. <laughs> it's really good. And that way you feel like, I did amazing things, and I'm, and after I'm dead, people are really going to like it. Yeah, yeah, people will like be trading your songs for like $20 million to buy like one of your original songs. Yeah. And I figured like if the I one got that you actually wrote it on, like when you first recorded it, it'll be like oh, these, yeah. these collector things and they'll play it. Like, well, I think they originally, I have a, a couple copies I put out on 78 RPM mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Then I think they'll mm-hmm. go for a lot. Yeah. But I figured I don't want that money now because, um, because it would really distract from, you know, um, when you have that kind of money, you have to sit around and you have to protect it with a, a gun. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> have, yeah, you have to pay a bunch of people to manage it. And it becomes a full-time job just having all that money. And, um, and then you also, you get, you get distracted by things like taking trips. Uh, well, not taking trips, but buying, like collecting Bentleys or things like that. And, and it's like, and then you don't even do your art anymore. Did that happen to you? Is that how you know about all that? Um, no, I dreamt about, had a dream about that ah. happening one night. 
Yeah. But then I woke up and I was still no, I didn't have any fans or anything. Well, um, so I was grateful. That's why it's good we're doing this tour. You know, tonight we performed in Sao Paulo, and um, the, I wrote down the name of the place because I can't even pronounce it correctly. It's called the Arena Antembi, and it's a soccer stadium outside of Sao Paulo, which is in Brazil. And the thing is, we opened up, I mean, Buds alone cannot yet draw a fellow soccer stadium. But somehow or another, Anheuser Bush um, got us to open up for Elton John. It was for, fantastic. Yeah, it's his farewell tour. And so all the money went to him, and then they, they had a little bit left over for the opening act. And that was mm-hmm. His, mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think about it when you were up it there? It was like, it was surreal. I mean, being in front of that many people, like, it's almost like you're not in front of people because there's so many. They just look at this mass of shapes and yeah. noise. But it was amazing, like, the energy of just being up there. And I thought I'd be a lot more nervous, but. Um, you weren't nervous? Yeah. I was nervous, but it was so overwhelming. I, I kind of got past it, you know, once we got, once we, I was really nervous when we were standing out there on the side of the stage, but then once we went out, and started playing, I think. And people were just going crazy, so... They're was... going crazy, but I, I think they were... Um, some people were throwing things. Mm, yeah, what was, it, what, was it, what was it that? What was it that all about? I don't know. I think that... Um, at first I thought... Because some food was thrown at us, that I thought that was like our our meal. Mm-hmm, you know? right. And I ate some of it, and it was okay. You know what I mean? What Like what it tastes like. It tasted like squash mm. with a lot of brown sugar in it. And some butter. Hmm. And I took a bite, and that really helps me calm down. Right. So I thought, wow, these people are very caring and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But then someone threw a license plate in there, and there was a, a rock, you know. <laughs> I think, I think yeah, I wouldn't take that negatively, because I think sometimes other countries, people have different traditions. And so I think that's, like, how they show appreciation. That I mean, because that... You don't yeah. just randomly have a license plate with you. That was something someone planned and that they wanted to, like, well, you know. I thought it was part of the culture. I really did. I mean, I really wanted to be open to it because I like to live that way, you know. Mm-hmm. And then someone shouted something in Portuguese. Mm. And then, so I, I said to the audience, I said, this person just said those words. I can't remember what they were. I said, yeah. well, what, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. And then someone translated, get off the stage. Wow. Says, get off the stage. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even, don't even, you know, there's always going to be, in a crowd of 40,000 people or whatever that was, you're always going to have a couple of, you know, negative Nancys or whatever you call them. Yeah. You know, one thing, can I have that plate? Because I think that'd be yeah. cool. Like, I want to sure. drive around when I'm back in Santa Rosa. And I, wanna, I think I want a Brazilian plate. It'll remind you of it. Well, and I'm, uh, people, I'll be mysterious to people. I'll be like, who is that? from I like when you started singing Tiny Dancer the Elton John song yeah and then the place erupted because they thought suddenly that we were Elton John mm-hmm, I, think, mm-hmm. I think that's what happened yeah although well, I sang a good version of it so maybe that's what they were responding you to did you think it was good I yeah um, it's yeah I think that's the thing when you're at a, people who pay to go to a show that that's is that big you can't even see who's on stage so yeah. we could have been Elton John you know? Yeah. And I was wearing those big glasses that we found at the gas station. So, um, you know, or, um, the people might have been confused by that. So, I wasn't trying to, like, 
you know, trick anybody, but that's... I don't, I don't think you were. But then that was the last song we did in the set. And then we left the stage and people went nuts because they thought that Alton John was only doing one song. Mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm, left. Mm-hmm. And there was some chairs got thrown and some some people got really upset. And mm-hmm. a fire got started. And then Alton John had to come out right away in order to, like, calm everybody down. Yeah. You know? He was a little flustered. He I wasn't ready, though. He yeah. was not himself but i think again that's kind of makes me glad that we're not so when you get so successful like the expectations are so high that there's so much pressure and it being his farewell tour that he's probably real you know he just is so keyed up i don't know that he was even i think we had a lot more fun performing our set than he, he did with his i think i'd be reading into it i agree with you i agree with you you know after that now do you after- think his version of tiny, it was kind of funny because when he started his version of Tiny Dancer, people weren't that into it. <laughs> I felt so bad for him <laughs> because awesome. he was like, you know, he was like singing it well and stuff like that. Yeah, obviously but, loved the song, but then people were like, "Why are you singing that twice?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they fortunately kind of stole his thunder on that one. But yeah, well, and plus also I think they were now they they suddenly had this new kind of pared down version in their head. It was like they're and they're already like God. That was kind of cool. It's kind of we've heard that heard yeah. the way he does it for twenty, thirty years or forty, whatever. And now they suddenly were tuned into this new version that was kind of, you know. Yeah, but you know, I don't think you can make everybody happy, right? You know, if you make six people happy, mm-hmm. then you're doing pretty well. Yeah, I six, figured five, six, know? maybe even seven, or. If nobody gets upset at you, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's positive. Or maybe just one person gets upset. Well, if someone gets upset and throws a license plate at you, but then you get to drive around with a Brazilian license plate for the next 20 years, then... Yeah, yeah. I guess it's always like, a, there's always something good underneath something bad. Yeah. Or underneath something bad, there's always something good. Is mm-hmm. the same thing? Is it the same thing? I think that... Um, I I'm not that good with philosophy. You know, I actually majored I in philosophy and I got kicked out. You did? Yeah. Was that University of Chicago? Yes, it was. Is that um, in, is it in Chicago? No, it was actually University of Chicago in, in St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And um, anyway, it was a good... It was I was able to get into the school. Like, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. way. And How long did you last? I took... One class in philosophy. Mm-hmm. It was my first day. I had um, I was getting a philosophy major, and and I guess the I, the teacher didn't like me very much, and mm-hmm. I got I got kicked out. Hmm. You know, and um, I mean, was it like something about your approach to philosophy, or just a personality thing? He said that um, he said this thing where he said you can never put your foot in the water twice in the same place because when you lift your if you put your foot in the water and then you lift it up and you put it back in again it's a different river mm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and I said that you can never even put your foot in the river once because when you decide to put it in the river and you put your foot in there that's no longer the river you're thinking about mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um it's brilliant actually yeah maybe the thing is um I if I had gone to school, I would never 
have learned to play the guitar and um, I probably wouldn't be here today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. And I'm only saying that because I really don't know what would happen if I'd gone to school. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm still kind of thinking about that river thing. <laughs> Do you think we should get a writer for the show? Like, like, I mean, all these things happen to us and we're talking about them, describing our reaction to it, but um, we took this class on podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, and we spent a lot of money on it. And they said that you have to have two writers for each show plus a producer, plus a lighting person. And mm-hmm. we said, why a lighting person? And they said, don't, don't talk back to us. You know? Right. <laughs> and then they said three sound people. And, um, and then an audience of 12 people. And we, can't, we couldn't afford any of it. So we, we're hoping that this is entertaining well, for everybody. And I was listening to Serial the other day, and they mm-hmm. have someone who does their website... Do we have yeah. a website? No. Not I think yet. we're doing this all wrong. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know how we're supposed to figure all this out. I mean, we kind of just Anheuser Busch is just kind of throwing us out there. I mean, yeah. I mean, they gave us the money and they said, "Here's the ticket for the first show," and, mm-hmm. we, and we went and did That's that great. one, mm-hmm. the one down in Falkland Islands, and, and Florida. Um, yeah, and then. And I hear we're getting a following. We are. I thought that's what. Yeah, well, I guess I thought that's what you said. I don't know. I like to. I like to. Ever since I was a kid, I always imagined that I had a following. Mm-hmm. So I maybe I do or don't. Mm-hmm. But um, for well, we're doing I, our. We're showing up. We're doing our part. We're showing yeah. up. We're, we're drinking Anheuser Busch. We're promoting them. We're doing. Good. We're doing every show they want. And that was fun. I mean, that after party tonight. What was that hotel? That was place was amazing. The Hotel Kierkegaard. What yeah. was it? Hotel Kierkegaard. Oh, God, that place was yeah. so high end. And there was so much food. And uh, I ate so many deviled eggs. Mm. You know what I mean? Those I are delicious. Eggs. Yeah. And, and I figured, I saw the person who, mm. who like runs the show and they saw us eating, you know? Mm-hmm. And they, got, they looked really angry because mm. we're not Elton John. So I shoved, I shoved about... 10 to 12 double eggs in my mouth, you know, and I was like trying to, and they were running up to me and I was trying to chew them as fast as I could because I thought they might make me spit them out. Mm-hmm. And then they said, um, they came out to me and it turns out it was just one of the wait staff and they asked me if I wanted a napkin. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I felt like an idiot because I just had, it was all over my face and my shirt, you know, that, that yellow stain from there, from the mustard. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> well, I've got good news for you. What? I've got like 20 of those deviled eggs in my backpack. <laughs> All right. I thought they were delicious too. And I'm like, these are going to be good. Like when in the next couple of weeks as we're on the road, just to be able to pop those out. And That's um, what I should have done. See, Kurt, you have such like a calm approach to things that I like panic. Well, I'm know? trying to plan. I mean, if there's something that's that good, is that good. And I'm, as you know, things have not been consistent as we're traveling. <laughs> One day we're at a nice place and we don't go days and we're just eating bunch of junk and living in, you know, squalor, don't have anything. So, and you get stuck on a long flight or between a train ride. It's hard. Gonna, you know, now we're going to have those eggs. I used to romanticize about that life, but then we were like in Pittsburgh a couple, couple days ago and we sat down for this, at this table, the dinner table, and they brought us jello 
And I was like, I really like Jello, and that's mm-hmm. so cool, like a Jello appetizer. Mm-hmm. And it was blue Jello, so it was kind of this berry Jello, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, grape or berry. And I was like, great, that just whets my appetite. And then I said, what's the next course? And they go, that's it. <laughs> you know, what's amazing about Jello and a lot of things is they just make it a certain color, and they can then they say, well, it's this flavor, and you're supposed to go with it, you know, like right, it's so blue, just, it's... You imagine it. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like red, so it's cherry, or it's blue, but it doesn't really, if you really, and in your mind, you get convinced of that, but if you really start thinking about the taste, does this really even taste like a strawberry? And no. But you know what's really good with um, cold jello? What? Double eggs. <laughs> yeah, double eggs. <laughs> Damn, those are so good. Oh, my God. I mean, even though I had that much in my mouth, I still was enjoying it. Yeah. You know, like, my tongue, like, my tongue was just trying to take in every taste they could take in before all the mm-hmm. things were taken out of my mouth. And and then and then I got to slow down and actually taste it. You know what's weird? When, I was, when we were standing there a little bit later, yeah. I... Elton John was talking about the show and everything, and I and the raving about the food and stuff, and um, and I reached in the backpack, or I actually just opened it and showed him the deviled eggs and asked him if he wanted one. Mm-hmm. He acted really kind of put off by that. Do you think he maybe is allergic to eggs or doesn't like eggs? Yeah, maybe. You never know. Maybe they, they got kind of squished in a little bit. Like, <laughs> well, he's British. British people, it's hard for them sometimes to express their feelings you know oh really i didn't know that i didn't know he was british yeah yeah it's hard to tell with those musicians because like when they're singing they don't have an accent yeah i know how does that that work like you you talk with an accent but then once you start singing you don't how does that i think they have to force the accent out of their mouth they have Mm. to like command their tongue not to to create that particular accent you know and and uh, although I guess like we have accents to other people, right? Oh, so, I didn't even think about so that. maybe they just have to create another ac- accent so not to m- anger people because mm-hmm. people get angry when they hear mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. person's accent that's not theirs because it's like, oh, you're not like me, so I have to be angry at you. you know? But when their people in England are listening to them on the radio, aren't they like, why is he singing American? I think that there's a special filter on radio stations like for in England that play like Elton John songs with the uh, accent put into there with the filter. Interesting. So it like translates it depending on the country you're in. Well, it might be that. Like in Japan, is he singing Japanese? Well, he could, I think, I heard this. Or is it more like, is he singing English with kind of a Japanese accent? I think that what happens is, he recorded the songs with his English accent. So he's like, oh, we'll make closer time dance. You know? And then there's a filter placed on the American radio stations that take get rid of that accent. You know? Interesting. So the when his songs play in Japan, they probably have like a, a Japanese accent. Yeah. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He sounds like some like Japanese person who's been... No, someone... Yeah, Japanese who moved to England yeah. and learned English. Yeah, probably something like that. So then would they have like a Japanese accent and a British accent if they learn English in Great Britain? I don't know. I think that eventually we'll do a show in Japan and we'll know. We'll find out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because we'll listen to the radio station. Yeah. 
you know, right now we're talking from our hotel room. And we thought, like, holy crap, we're performing at, at this great stage. Yeah, we roll into San Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. And we there's this amazing bridge. What was that bridge called? I didn't catch this I don't giant know, X. And it looked like... Uh, like, like a, a transformer. Yeah, like a transformer. And we had this limo that took us there, and it was the biggest limo, and it had a whirlpool in the middle. Mm-hmm. And there was so much food, and there was a chef in there that would cook for us. Mm-hmm. You know? And do those, the flames and yeah. the, the tricks with the the skillets and, or whatever. The, yeah, the yeah. doing a the, whole entertainment experience. The dancing girls, and then this magician came out, you mm-hmm. know, and then mm-hmm. we watched a movie on a big screen TV. And we're and then so they take us to the show. We do the show, and then we go to the hotel caviar, which is really nice mm-hmm. for the for Best the after party. Ever. Yeah. So then we think, oh, of course we're going to be staying at the hotel caviar, which is I can't believe how I, I mean imagine how amazing it's going to be. But then they go, no, you're you're not staying here, you know. And they they put us now they put us in a taxi, this really crappy taxi that had no windows. And they took it to, to this um, this really, like, really scary part of town. And then, right now, we're in this basically like a shack, you know? <laughs> There's, like, mud on the floor. And the bathroom, it's a latrine that everybody uses. And I don't it's think disgusting. it's been cleaned up for a long time. Oh, my God. It smells. And we said, what's there to eat? And they gave us... It was like, you know how crackers sometimes get smashed and they turn into like a powder? Well, they brought that and it had mold on it on top of it. So that was it, you know? It's just a good thing we ate all that food at the Hotel Kierkegaard. I knew there were, I, 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 I didn't feel as much of an idiot about mm-hmm. stuffing out of my mouth when I saw those crackers with the mold. Yeah. Cracker dust, you know? Yeah. So, um, anyway, and we heard gunshots earlier. Maybe you'll hear them while we're recording this, this podcast mm-hmm. um, and um, just horrible screams, you know, like just horrible. I can't even imagine what that's causing the screaming. So, and there's those, those stray dogs that were growling at you. What was up with that? I think it's because they smelled the um, deviled eggs oh, mm-hmm. that were all over my They're probably hungry. Yeah. Shirt, you know? So I uh, basically, I had to just take my shirt off and gave it to them. And this pack of dogs just, tore the shirt into shreds and we ran into our into our room you know so um anyway on the bright side we've got our our uh, Budweiser that we get paid for yeah after the show we got our our six pack of Budweiser from Anheuser-Busch mm-hmm. and um and we thought well this isn't going to be that great because we're going to go have champagne and all that. Mm-hmm. But right now it's really good. Right. Yeah. We've been drinking it as, as we're talking. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. Hey, can you, it um, goes great with these eggs, with the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> with the aftertaste of the eggs. <laughs> can you, um, I was thinking maybe for the folks at home, you could sing a little bit of a song that you sang. Mm. I'm trying to think of what, what was the best one. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Oh. Um, gosh, um, do you have one that you can sing and then I can try to come back? Do I have one? Sure. Here we go. I'd like to walk around on Jupiter 
I like to walk around on that planet with a different temperature. I think it's possible. Anything's possible. I'd like to go somewhere that seems impossible. Let's go together to Jupiter. Right now, let's go over to Jupiter. Yeah. That one went over really well tonight. That was great. Yeah, I think people, um, they like the planet Jupiter or something, I couldn't tell. Or maybe they, the song was endearing. Or maybe they, they were, well, I think a bunch of them were the astrology students. Oh, or astronomy yeah. or whatever that. Because there's a college. Because they're, yeah. There's the astrology college. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you look out and there's just like the right group of people in the audience to connect with a certain yeah. song or something. It helps. You have to figure out ways to make it pleasant, right? Mm-hmm. As with anything, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you did you uh, remember a song that? You uh, yeah, I've got this that one that kind of seemed to go. So where do we start? Out here in the dark. It's really a shame. I don't know your name. the song right 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 you just get up there and go uh my job and the car and yeah, the dark. rent is due <laughs> you know um i got when um i just for everybody there um if you everybody at home if you haven't um heard our first show before what happens is anheuser-busch is a sponsor of our show and they um they give us a ticket to go to a particular city. And then when we get there, we're picked up by a limo that takes us to the concert hall. And after the show, right after we get off stage, there's a messenger who gives us an envelope that tells us, um, it's, they're basically plane tickets that take us to our next location. And we go back to the hotel and, and um, in the morning, we get a ride to the airport to go to that new place. So when we got off the stage tonight, I got the envelope, Ooh, and I'm going to let you know where we're going next. We're going to Moscow in Russia. That is crazy. Yeah, and we're going, let's see if I can pronounce this correctly. We're going to be performing, for all our friends out in Moscow, the Alex Sandinsky Theater. That sounds cool. Yeah, I don't know is anything it big about or it. Or no, no, no details on the venue? I don't know if it's a giant... 
or if it's a concert hall or, or it's a soccer bar, stadium, soccer stadium, you know. Um, Arv will be opening up for the like the military parade, you know, where they have those military parades and they show the missiles and the tanks and stuff, and, uh, and everybody applauds, and then hmm. we open up for that. Yeah. And um, but I think it's going to be really cold, you know. Oh yeah. And I'm worried I about get you. One of those big winter, big fur hats. We should get you one because you lost in your in your luggage. Mm-hmm. Turns out someone opened up your luggage and they took your coat. Yeah, yeah so, I'm not really happy about that. Yeah, why would they just take your coat? But I'm gonna you get know? you know what? I'm gonna make up for it. I'm gonna get just the full on classic Russian big fur coat and fur hat. You know, just go full old school. What do you think? I think that's a good idea. And um, I think that'll be cool. Once we get there, I'm gonna buy it there, some thrift shop or something. <laughs> When we get there, yeah, I'm sure it'll be really. You can just take out your rubles and buy your. Um, you know, we not too long ago, maybe like a month ago or so, we performed at the um, McDowell Research Base in Antarctica, and we had these. Um, it was like walrus skin jackets mm-hmm. that that we purchased um, on the when we got to town when we got to the Antarctica. And um, I've never felt warmer in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was sweating. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it must have been 80 below. Mm-hmm. And even the penguins were cold. Yeah. They were they were shivering. Yeah. That kind of surprised me. How can they like live like that all the time? Yeah. They had their flappers around themselves mm-hmm. and they were, they were shaking, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, we, I felt bad for one of the penguins. And I know you're still upset about me at me for this but i i took one of the penguins and put it in my luggage mm-hmm. and i've and i've been taking it with us on, on the road well i and think you know why that wasn't the right thing to do can you tell you me you don't know what to feed that thing <laughs> it's like it it's like well we're in the hotel and we'll give it some of our food mm-hmm. and it just spits it out yeah and it spits it out so fast it hits the wall and puts a dent in the wall <laughs> you know <laughs> But he or she has not shivered since we left. It no. seems grateful. I think that it's a, a better life, you know. And mm-hmm. you know, you got to do what you can to help those in need, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I think um, you should come. I think you should look. I, he's looking at us right now. He is it a boy or girl? I don't. I can't really tell. Staring at us right now. I think, I think that they don't even know whether yeah. they're a, mm-hmm. a boy or girl. You know? They probably don't even care. They're not even thinking about that kind of thing. They don't care. I think they're just watching us. It's just watch. We should give it a name. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think? Um, um, hmm. Platypus killer. <laughs> I think that's a good name. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. How about Orinsky Jones? Orinsky <laughs> <laughs> Jones? That makes sense. Or Dandelion Wine, wine Cooler. <laughs> I think just Oransky. I think that all you got to do with the animal is look at its direction, and it looks back at you like, what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, because they're thinking, they like, you... they're either going to be killed or they want, they're going to give them food. Right. Because that's when you're an animal. That's all yeah. your things are like, <laughs> am I about to be killed or am I about to eat? Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I'm thinking that with this, we, we just keep touring and we, and we bring um, Dandelion Wine Cooler with us, that he or she will eventually not even realize 
that he or she is a is a penguin and, mm-hmm. and will just um, just um, think they're a person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that should be interesting. I mean, as a as an experiment, I think that could change the understanding of the animal kingdom. I think you know? I think it's interesting how dandelion wine cooler just crawls into bed next to him every night, puts its head on the pillow, yeah, and, like it's a person. It's like a um, space heater. Mm-hmm. It's like a mix of a space heater, basically. Mm-hmm. So. I can't believe it. I mean, it's really... I complain a lot less now, don't I, about the yeah. conditions. Because sometimes all we get is this... Like, tonight in this place that we're sleeping at, they basically give us newspaper for blankets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they give us, like, one edition of the newspaper. So, Kurt has the classified ads and some advertising for his grocery store. And I have, the like, the front page and, um, and some class... I can't tell what this other thing is. Um, society section maybe I can't mm-hmm, tell because I don't mm-hmm. read Portuguese yeah it's kind of just nice to have someone else to, on the tour with us so it's not just you know I mean nothing personal but sometimes it's just need to change a pace or something to talk to I think that uh, I don't take it personally because because Dandelion Wine Cooler I think is a lot more interesting than me and I think we should I'm thinking of bringing him or her up on stage with us for mm-hmm, the show mm-hmm. and to see um, because maybe didn't like one thing. You think so? Yeah, he's really kind of, yeah. Because he's, he's edgy and yeah. irritable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like most guys. He so, likes the beer too. Oh, yeah, that's the turns out that's the one thing that he can't get enough of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it'll actually well, be good. Well, it's good because you can't drink it. You never want to drink it. Well, I'm allergic. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and he likes the whole thing you do, of pouring it over your head too. So he's like, just pour a little over his head. Drink oh, it he makes over. that sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sound like the high pitched squeal. It's really great. Anyway, um, who's that person that that we deal with at uh, Anheuser Busch? Chuck. Chuck. How can you forget Chuck's name? I'm <laughs> on the phone with him almost every day. <laughs> I think Craig is here. The one. Are you sure you haven't been dipping into the, the butt? Oh, yeah, well, I think I got a contact high uh, mm-hmm. from the uh, Budweiser, because what happened was, like, the last one, you opened it up, but you didn't drink it right away, so I was, mm-hmm. the carbonation was going through the air up into mm-hmm. my nose, mm-hmm. and I got I'm a really contact sensitive. contact drunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Once, once I was looking through, I remember when I was a kid, I was looking through a magazine, and there was an advertisement for Jack Daniels, mm-hmm. and I instantly got drunk. And I fell on the ground. Wow. And my parents, they didn't know what to do with me, so they brought me to the hospital. And the, and they took a blood test, and they said I had a blood alcohol level of 12. Wow. You know, that would normally kill a person. Yeah, that's incredible. And that was just from looking at the, the magazine ad. That's, you know? that's unbelievable. In yeah. fact, I'm not sure I even believe it. It's well, so unbelievable. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> I mean, I experienced it. It wasn't, a, let's just say it wasn't a pleasant experience. Yeah, somehow. yeah. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have doubted I threw you. up and all that. I shouldn't have doubted you, I'm sorry. But maybe that's why I don't drink today. Yeah. So probably it's a well, good that's thing. That's pretty traumatic. Know? Yeah. But um, I think we're coming to the end of our show. So um, we'll be back in um, soon. Yeah, so what's, uh, yeah. I was going to say something, but I didn't know where I was going to go with it. So I'm that's great. You know, I'm show, telling I'm you. I'm going to let the show just kind of... Unru- that's why they want us to hire writers, because what happens is, if, if the show's written, we're saying exactly what 
that we're supposed to say we read off sheets mm-hmm, of paper. Mm-hmm. And then if they come up with something better during the show, I've heard about this, they'll come up with cue cards and hold it in front of us. I see. And they'll and they'll say um, something really witty and funny and, and yeah. generally mm-hmm. inspiring to end the show. Right. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's just us humming and hawing. And Which is kind of random. Like, I guess we have time to end the show. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So... Yeah, we'll, we'll just have to keep working on that. At the same time, I don't think they want to start getting into all that overhead. Like I said, you know, he was listening to Sierra, and they're just listing like t- twenty different people doing random things. I mean, why do you need a who needs a website if you're listening to a podcast? I think that um, what does that do? It's Although a, maybe we're doing it all wrong. I don't know. Because obviously, they're they're who they are, and we're doing what we are. But I think then that again, um, we're sponsored by Anheuser Busch. I think that I'm glad we're getting, we got jobs and I'm glad that we get to perform and I'm glad that, um, I got to eat all that egg salad. So there's things that Mm -hmm. make up for the things that we don't have. Yeah, for sure. And I have dandelion wine cooler Mm -hmm. to sleep with it at night. So, so I I think I'd probably just try to accept things as they are, you know? I think that's a great approach. So, um, we should end off with a song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go for it. Okay. Um, thank you for listening to our show. But, you know, we gotta go. So gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. You heard what the man said. <laughs> we gotta go. Eat some... Deviled eggs. Some deviled eggs. With dandelion wine cooler. The greatest penguin in the world. In a slum in Brazil. I hope we don't get killed in our sleep tonight. But if we do, it's been really great. I'm going to wedge this broken refrigerator against the door. (laughs) That's a great idea. Just in case. Just in case. Thanks for listening. We'll be back uh, hopefully soon, you know. With a website. With a website and um, and another episode where we talk about our adventures. Thank you. Thanks, Kurt. Thank you. You're welcome.